Welcome back, everybody. Thanks again for tuning in and listening to another episode of Prayer Thought, a podcast brought to you by Contact Mission USA, which is a European and international church planting organization where we send out missionaries into the mission field to plant Bible-believing evangelical churches so that we can multiply those churches making more and more churches so that more and more people who don't have a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus, specifically in Europe and to the ends of the earth, would come face-to-face with the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. And this is our hope and our prayer. You guys, we did it! This is our last episode in this series, we were doing a series called I Pray Because, and I have attempted to give reasons why we should pray, but I'm getting ahead of myself. If you're just tuning in, we're so glad that you have tuned in. Um, we would encourage you to go back and listen to other episodes, uh, hopefully, We've gotten some out of them. Uh, I know I have, uh, even though I am the one that um, writes them and and thinks about them. I have not arrived in any way, shape, form, or fashion in this realm of prayer and uh, spiritual discernment. So I'm thankful uh, for brothers and sisters that have gone before us and also for people in my life that... um, are able to teach me uh, because I'm a bit hard-headed as well. And so, um, for those of you who don't know, (laughs) my name is Clay Elliott, and I get to be um, the Director of Pastoral Ministries and Prayer for Contact Mission USA. And what that means is I get to do the counseling and and encouraging for our missionaries and also um, being the prayer guy or the prayer pastor for um, our missionaries, but also for the public prayer team. And that's why we're doing this podcast. And I'm so thankful that we are. Uh, I have learned a great deal. So anyhow, um, I'm also affectionately known in certain places as the Bowtie Prayer Guy. And today I have on an amazing bow tie like you ever doubted that I wouldn't. It's very difficult to describe this one, though, you guys. I am a huge fan of Paisley. I like Paisley. Uh, And this one is all different colors. The foundational color on it is black, but you can barely see all of that because of all of these amazing colors. There's red and yellow and burgundy and uh, turquoise and white and gray and orange. It's a kaleidoscope of different colors. And it's very cool and unique. I know I didn't have to say that either. But anyhow, you get the picture. Uh, it's another one of my favorites. And there you go. Now, we can get down to business 
because I have shared uh, a very important thing with you, what kind of bow tie I have on today. So, reason number 10 of I pray because. I pray because it accomplishes God's work. And we're going to look at John 14, 12 through 14. But listen to what Hudson Taylor says about this. When we work, we work. When we pray, God works. Man, what a quote that is. That's incredible. Um, so, work. Ugh. Am I right? Well, maybe sometimes. Or maybe you're one of the fortunate ones like myself who has the privilege of loving what you do for work. But either way, there's been an undeniable thought that has plagued me ever since I was old enough to hold a job. And it's this. Why do many of us spend seemingly twice the amount of time working in a job away from the people we love? It just doesn't seem right to me or to other people, I think, that we usually get to see our family, the ones we love, for less than half the time we see coworkers during the week. Now, I'm not saying that I don't love my coworkers. Don't misunderstand me. I do. I think they're incredible, wonderful people. But it also stands to reason that I'd like to spend more time with Christy, my wife, and my, my family, and my friends, and so forth. This concept doesn't exist in the family of God. We love one another and pray for one another because we are family. That's what I'm getting at. My coworkers that I get to work with in ministry are not only my ministry partners, they're actually my family. I get to call them brother and sister in Christ. And this family we're in spans a much greater distance than just in our own homes and neighborhoods. The work that we get to do for the kingdom of God is of great importance. Who among us is the most diligent of workers? Is it someone skilled in woodworking or carpentry like Jesus? Is it one who is brilliant with learning three to four different languages? I know some people who are that way. And I'm not jealous, but I have to say, our missionaries often, more times than not, are people who have had to learn different languages like French or German or um, Norwegian, um, Russian. I mean, they're, these, these things are incredible to me uh, that in order to become missionaries in a foreign land, we're not going in planting an Americanized church. We're actually going in and having our missionaries be on a team of nationals uh, who have planted a national church. So they need to learn the language to be able to speak it. Um, that's an interesting thought. But maybe, um, maybe it's one who's gifted in vision casting for a big project or humanitarian work. While all of these are integral parts of ministry in certain times and places, none of them are the greatest work for the kingdom. 
Think about all of what I just says. Oh, <laughs> I can't even talk. Think about all of what I just said. Maybe it's someone skilled in woodworking. Maybe it's language learning. Maybe it's one who's gifted in vision casting for big projects or humanitarian work. But that, all of those aren't even the greatest work for the kingdom. The greatest and most necessary work for the kingdom is prayer. Catch that. The greatest and most necessary work for the kingdom of God is prayer. We must be people of prayer in all things. Matthew 9, 37 and 38 gives us a perfect example of how God's work must be sought prayerfully. Then he said to his disciples, The harvest is abundant, but the workers are few. Therefore, pray to the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his harvest. This is exactly what we at Contact Mission are aspiring to do. But how many of us have read this this passage a hundred times or more and now just gloss over it like it's one of those verses like John 3.16 or Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 that we learned in Sunday school when we were kids? This is an undeniable directive to send out workers, but the workers we send out will not be successful without the prompting without guiding, without convicting and comforting hand of the Holy Spirit. Nowhere does this happen more clearly than when we are in the throne room of God, interceding for fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. This is a huge undertaking, but never impossible when God's people pray for one another. The greatest cause of apathy or doubt or inability or lack of faith is prayerlessness. Think about that statement a second. Whenever, and I mean every single time, I experience apathy, doubt, or any kind of distrust, it can always be traced back to prayerlessness. So, let's be a people who love God's work in this world. Let's be a people who boldly trust in the work we get to do for the kingdom. Let's be a people of prayerfulness, a people who truly believe in the power of prayer in all things. This is mighty, mighty work that we are doing for the kingdom. To pray for our missionaries is one of the most vital things that we get to do to be on the front lines of ministry with them. I know I've quoted this a time or two before, but I think it bears repeating again here. Another quote by one of my favorite um, prayer guys um, from the 20th century, R.A. Torrey, is, Oh, men and women, pray through, pray through. Don't just pray for a little time, throw up your hands and give up, but pray and pray and pray until... The heavens open and God comes down. There are people in this life, brothers and sisters in Christ, that are prayer warriors. There are prayer leaders. There are people who are skilled laborers and people who pine after the Lord in prayer. I have known some incredible people who... um 
this this whole concept of ask asking seeking and knocking and the door will be open there are those whom i have known who basically are willing to kick the door down <laughs> to be in god's presence and that is a very convicting thing for me to know because I believe that all of us should be about a prayerfulness in all that we do because it accomplishes God's work. So pray with me. Heavenly Father, thank you that you have given us your word. Thank you that you give us life-giving commands to be about your work of making more and more disciples. I pray that we would be... a a people of bold, trusting, expectant prayer. Thank you for the Spirit's leading in this mighty work. In the strong and mighty name of Jesus, we pray all of these things. Amen. We made it. We've talked about the 10 things that we do because we should pray. And I think that it's really, really important for us to go back and rehearse these things. Sometimes daily, maybe even sometimes hourly, they're that important. So brothers and sisters, stay alert, be bold, and keep on praying. Until next time, we'll see you later. Blessings. Blessings.